This episode is brought to you by Photobooks. Photobooks is a photo printing website where you can print high quality prints of all your favorite snapshots. Check out the link in the show notes to get a discount code for custom photo calendars. Hello, little listeners. Welcome to Open Window Stories. I'm your storyteller, Meredith Goodwin. Today's story is called The Lizard Prince. Thank you so much to everyone who has continued to tune in and listen to these stories. If you enjoy them and want to keep hearing stories every two weeks, please rate and review the podcast. If you write a five-star review, I will read it on the podcast. Stick around at the end of the episode to hear about other ways to support the podcast. Okay, little listeners, ready for Once Upon a Time? Let's go. Once upon a time, on a small island in the middle of the sea, there was a kingdom, both ancient and noble. There lived in this kingdom a prince who was unhappy. No one remembers his name because his kingdom was so ancient. The prince was young, but was getting older, and his father and mother determined that he should get married. They felt this would make him happy. The prince didn't want to get married, so his mother and father determined that he should go to war, to make him into a man, since he was still rather boyish. Then he would come home and would want to get married and be happy. This didn't work. The prince came home from war and was even more unhappy so his father and mother determined that they would just have to make him get married. They knew best, after all. As the rulers of the kingdom, they weren't accustomed to being wrong. Or, at least, they were accustomed to having other people to blame when they were. So they arranged for the prince to get married to a very suitable daughter of a neighboring island. However, the prince's parents were wrong, after all. The night before the wedding was supposed to take place, the prince went down to the shore of a small lake in the palace garden and prayed to the gods. Gods, hear my prayer. I am unhappy. I do not want to marry this princess my parents have chosen for me. I'm not a warrior, and I don't want to rule the kingdom. Help me, please. I just want to be happy. At first, the gods thought this was rather silly. He was a prince, after all, and the princess was beautiful. Also, he had many fine things that other people of the kingdom didn't have. What right did he have to be unhappy? The gods figured he would get tired and go to bed and learn to be happy with what he had. But the hours ticked by, and the moon rose high, then began to sink low, and still the prince sat by the lake repeating his prayer. "'Perhaps we should take pity on him,' said one god to another. "'Perhaps,' said the other. So they elected one god to go down to the lake and grant the prince his prayer. "'Greetings,' said the god to the prince. "'The gods have heard your prayer. We will grant you your wish, but it will not be easy.' The prince bowed so low his head touched the grass. "'Thank you, O merciful ones.' I am willing to do whatever you deem me worthy of. The god grinned. It is not so bad. All you must do is stretch yourself out on this lake and fall in. The prince thought to himself that this was not that difficult. After all, he knew how to swim. He again bowed low, and without stopping to ask any questions, he did exactly as the god instructed. He laid himself out on the lake and fell in. As he did so, the god turned him into a giant gray lizard, and the top of the lake turned into magical glass, trapping the prince lizard beneath the surface. The god leaned over the magic glass lake and tapped the surface to get the lizard prince's attention. Now then, here is the rest of your task. You will stay down there until the one that will make you happy sets you free. Until then, any who are happy with their fate may walk across the glass. Any who are unhappy, you must welcome in, because we don't want to listen to any more whining from humans who don't like their fate. Initially, the kingdom was in quite an uproar about the missing prince and the jilted beautiful princess, but when his fate was discovered... Everyone shrugged. Obviously, the gods had been involved, and there was nothing you could do. So the princess married the lizard prince's younger brother instead, and they had many children and were happy. 
The kingdom grew and grew and expanded to neighboring islands, and this went on for many generations. All this time, the lizard prince lurked in his magic glass lake and ate fish and watched the people coming and going near the water. There developed a tradition in the kingdom that before anyone got married, they would walk across the lake to prove that they were happy. Those who were truly happy walked across the lake just like it was glass, which in fact it was. Those who were unhappy would sink to their ankles, and the lizard prince would beckon to them with one long claw. Come or go as you will, he would whisper to them, but know that whatever path you choose is yours yours alone, and the gods will not help you from it. Most times, the unhappy person would turn around and go back to the shore, unsettled by the lizard prince's warning. Sometimes they would still get married. Sometimes they would try to change their fate in some other way. But occasionally, the unhappy person would keep walking until the magic glass closed over their head. When this happened, the lizard prince would take their hand and try to walk them back out again to see if they were the one that would set him free. It never worked. When the unhappy ones bumped their heads on the magic glass surface, they would disappear into the lake water. More generations passed this way. The lizard prince waited patiently under the magic glass lake for his debt to the gods to be fulfilled, so the one that would set him free would come, and he could be happy. He did wish that maybe some of the unhappy ones would stay instead of disappear. That way, at least he could have someone to talk to. But he supposed this was part of the debt, so he didn't complain. Also, he felt he had learned a lesson about complaining to the gods. Now it happened that a generation came when the kingdom fell on hard times and had to sell off some of the land of the royal gardens to merchants to pay off royal debts. The plot with the magic lake was sold to a successful farmer on the condition that the lake be left open for public use. The farmer was smart and resourceful, and the new land made him rich, so he took a young wife, and when they made their way across the lake, they both walked right over, no problem. After some time, they had a daughter. She was allowed to roam wild on the farm. She spent many hours by the magic lake talking the talk of children to the lizard prince, and he would creep up to the surface to listen. As she grew, she began to ask him questions too, so she came to learn about the lizard prince's life and the ways of the kingdom many generations ago, and just how it was that he became a lizard in the magic lake. She learned he was unhappy, and also lonely and bored from not having anything to look at but the tall grass that surrounded the lake. She planted flowers for him to look at. In the winter, she drew pictures with her fingers on the frost of the lake glass. The lizard prince found that in her company, he was no longer unhappy. When he realized this, he tried to walk out of the lake, but the glass surface didn't break, and he was still stuck. It doesn't matter, the lizard prince said to himself. She will always come and talk to me, so I will be happy. The lizard prince had forgotten the ways of the world, that children must grow and cannot always live in the house of their fathers and mothers. So came the day when the girl was grown up, She heard her parents talking at night about how it was time for them to look for a husband for her, and she realized she would have to leave the lizard prince in the magic lake. She stole away down to the shore and whispered to him through the glass, My friend, I'm all grown up, and I will soon have to marry and leave my father's house. Tell me how to free you, so that you may also leave and be happy. I do not know, the lizard prince replied. The god said the one who would make me happy would set me free. But you make me happy, and I tried to leave many times. Perhaps the gods do not see fit to set me free. If you are not free, then I will be unhappy, the girl said. And when I have to walk across your magic lake before my wedding, I will not be able to. So I will join you. No, said the lizard prince, because when you bump your head on the magic glass, you will disappear into lake water. And that I could not bear. Please do not be unhappy because of me. Your time with me has made me happy, which is more than I ever had before. Go, marry the man your parents have chosen. Go and be happy and remember me. The girl went back to her bedroom and tried very hard to do what the prince had said. 
When her parents told her they had selected a husband for her, she even attempted to smile. As the day came closer and closer, she knew she wouldn't be able to walk across the lake, because the thought of leaving the lizard prince alone filled her with grief. She avoided going to the shore to talk to him, for she knew he would see that she couldn't do as he asked. What shall I do? the girl asked herself. I can't ask the gods for help. That's what the lizard prince did, and now look how that turned out. But the girl was clever, so she thought of a plan no one had thought of before. On the sixth day of the moon, it came time for the girl and her betrothed to walk across the magic lake. The girl shook with fear. Her plan might not work, and then she would be doomed to marry this man and be unhappy, or disappear into the lake water to never be seen again. Her betrothed took her hand to lead her down to the magic lake. She began to think of everything she could that made her happy. She thought of her father and mother. She thought of her many wild days on the farm. Most of all, she thought of the lizard prince and how he always listened to her and always was her friend. She thought how he was willing to be unhappy again so she could live a life that was free. These thoughts filled her heart, and if they were not happy, they were not misery either. As they got to the lake, she could see the lizard prince beneath the surface. Just the sight of him made her so very happy, she felt her heart would burst with happiness, and also grief. She set one foot on the magic glass. It held fast. Quickly, before anyone could hold her back, the girl let go of the hand of her betrothed and stretched herself out onto the glass of the lake. I am here, she whispered into the glass. I am happy, but I am here anyway. I choose to be happy with you here. In a bright flash, the magic glass vanished, and the girl was standing back at the edge of the lake. She could see the lizard prince looking curiously through the water. Come out, my lizard prince, she called. You are free. As soon as the lizard prince stepped out of the lake, he became a prince again. Of course, then the girl's betrothed decided he should find another wife, and the prince and the girl got married instead. They lived for a long time tending the farm of her father and mother. They built a statue for the gods at the edge of the lake to thank them for their fate. The gods are rather keen on flattery, so much so that this whole story may have turned out differently if the prince had just used flattery from the start, and then saw fit to give everyone who had chosen to stay in the lake another chance at happiness. So for several years after that, every sixth day of the moon, a new person would walk out of the lake, wandering around as if they'd been asleep for a hundred years or more, which, in fact, they had. They all did, eventually, live happily ever after. The End Thank you for listening to Open Window Stories. This podcast was written, read, and produced by me, Meredith Goodwin. Accompanying art is also by me. Music for the intro and outro of this show is by David McLeod. If you love today's story, please ask your parents to give it five stars and write a review in Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to help keep this podcast growing so I can keep bringing you stories. Don't forget to tell your friends. Our next story will come out on Apple Podcasts on December 7th or December 1st on Patreon. Until then, check out our art on Instagram at Open Window Stories. Our parents and teachers, if you are interested in supporting our show further, we are on Patreon, where you can subscribe to listen ad-free and a week early, access free teacher resources like coloring pages and discussion questions, join the sticker club, and more. We're also on TeePublic, where you can buy shirts, mugs, stickers, or anything you could possibly want with Open Window Stories pictures on them. Perfect for your little listeners this holiday season. If you want to write to me, you can at bigstorieslittlepeople at gmail.com. I love hearing from listeners. Until next time, little friends.